0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back or welcome to this month's episode of Multi Housing News' Top Marketers Podcast. This is Jordana Rothberg, and today I have the great pleasure of speaking with two people deeply intertwined with the marketing efforts of Larkin Associates. Melissa Nascimento, Creative Marketing Director, and Jessica Heckman, Director of Residential Asset Management, are here with me today to speak a little bit about how marketing and asset management work better together. Melissa has been working with Larkin Associates for almost 22 years, while Jessica is rounding off her 15th. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's get started. Melissa, maybe let's start with you here. Can you tell me a little bit about you, your marketing background, and how marketing has sort of evolved since you first joined Larkin Associates?
1: pleasure to be here. I've been with the company for close to 22 years. And during that time, the industry has changed significantly since when I started in the field, when print media sort of ruled. And uh, up to now, where the advent of AI and automation has really changed the marketing landscape I think because I've been in the field for so long, staying ahead of the curve is how we really find success in the market. And we believe that we are part of the customer service community and want to support our existing and prospective customers and facilitate their uh, lifestyle. So when I first started uh, in the industry, we really, really focused on working with ILSs to really drive leads and customers to our properties. And we started noticing very, very quickly that we need to focus maybe on our own property uh, website and really made the change in the investment to move towards SEO marketing and really making our website a one-stop shop for all of our uh, existing customers and also our potential renters. So about on, uh, nine years ago, 10 years ago, we made the change to online leasing. And we have a vast array of virtual marketing materials that are accessible through our website or social media platforms, including floor plans, interactive clubhouse tours, drive-through drone videos, 3D Google tours. Um, so we really, really focus on ensuring that the customer experience is really optimized um, from our own website.
0: I see. So it seems like since you've been with Larkin Associates, you've always sort of worked on trying to be, if anything, ahead of the curve on whatever technologies were coming your way.
1: Yes. So I actually, you know, a case in point, uh, in 2000 started looking at chatbots, which uh, I think really sort of exploded in the uh, last year. And really uh, realized that the chatbots that were out there, you know, in 2020, weren't really our best options or would really provide what we needed. So uh, it took a while for us to adopt that technology. But last year, we actually started using um, chatbots, and it really has changed the uh, leasing experience. Uh, we have prospects that actually don't even talk to a leasing or a property manager at all and just work completely through the platform or through our website.
0: And Jessica, how about you? So you're running off your 15th year here at Larkin Associates. What's that looked like and how did you get to join this company in the first place?
2: So I started out with this company as an administrative assistant um, and I worked my way up to the director of residential asset management, the position that I'm in now. Um, I've hit several stops in between there, you know, on-site property management, regional property manager, and just the experience that came with every level that I was at is what really got me to the position that I'm in now. Um, So I'm really thankful that I've had that nice run with one company where I've got to experience everything from the ground up. Um, It just gives me a better viewpoint to do the job that I do now.
1: Yeah. I also would like to say that it's super refreshing to be able to work with someone like Jessica who is as open-minded about technology as I am and it really makes a difference when you can go to leadership and say, hey, I have this amazing idea and, you know, I have the support from the leasing team to sort of go ahead with it as well, we really think that it will make a difference.
0: It makes your job easier and more fun when you have that runway.
1: Yeah. And there's nothing like uh, being able to bounce ideas off of another person and someone who understands the process. You know, I've been here a long time. I understand quite a bit of the leasing process. um, And Jessica understands quite a bit of the marketing process, but we really can't do our jobs without one another.
0: So Jessica, Melissa's told us about some of the tech, whether that be chatbots or early on adoption of some other marketing techniques. Um, She's told us about some of the tech that Larkin Associates uses in the marketing department. I'm assuming that this obviously extends beyond just marketing. though.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, Everything starts with marketing, right? And then it filters out through operations and asset management and things like that. Customer service is at the foundation of everything we do. We pride ourselves on the customer service um, that we offer to our residents and even our prospects. That's what we try to use to differentiate ourselves from our competitors. So we use all of the technology that's available available to us to be able to facilitate that. It could be things like video tours 24-7 that they can go on at their convenience and be able to tour all of our units, even if we don't have anything available because it's still there. Um, The chatbot that Melissa mentioned is available to our leasing consultants and our property managers. Um, It saves them time, but it meets prospects where they are. They're allowed to be able to go on at 11 o'clock at night or two o'clock in the morning, and they can find out all the information that they need to find out from us without ever having to talk to that property manager or that live person. And then beyond the tenant experience, the other thing for us is that this really helps with recruiting. You know, people want to work for tech-driven companies they want to work for a company that is going to make their job more efficient and get away from those mundane tasks that sort of take over what happens in our industry. So we're able to provide that by all of these measures that we provide to people.
0: So it's really about just meeting the customer where their lifestyle is, of no course. matter where in the pipeline they are then.
2: Yeah, we're providing housing, but we're we're offering a service to, you know, our residents and our um, prospects, you know, so we want to be able to make that as user-friendly as possible.
0: So it definitely bleeds then into marketing, but far beyond it into everything that you do, Jessica. And Absolutely. so that's got to be a pretty mutually beneficial relationship. How does that work between the two of you?
2: Uh, communication,
0: right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the, the
2: biggest thing that, you know, Melissa can can talk a little bit more about that. But I think that the communication between us is constant and that really helps uh, maintain the the mutually beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we have a centralized marketing department here. We are in constant communication and always looking for ways to uh, optimize the user experience, but also streamline the process for our employees to make it easier for them to focus on the things that they need to. And so, you know, do they really want to be sort of um, answering? Uh, 100 emails when we can sort of put automation into play and have initial inquiries to our properties responded to by, you know, uh, automated email messages. It just gives them the ability to focus uh, on the property, on the residents, and give a better customer service to prospects that are looking at the property.
0: And beyond the prospects looking at the property, I wonder also how it benefits Larkin Associates internally, this more like streamlined workflow between the two of you. So what are some benefits internally?
2: So most of these technologies come with a wealth of analytics and reporting. And that's really been a game changer for us, is that those analytics allow us to make real-time decisions. We can see that if we're investing in this technology, if it's having the positive impact that we want it to have. And that... Is across the organization that that goes with how we handle our work orders how quickly we handle those work orders how quickly we turn over units everything is trackable and measurable that wealth of information is is worth every penny that we're spending on investing in this tech very early on um so i think that that is really what makes a difference um as well i mean melissa you may have something to add to that
1: yeah i mean it also if if you're taking care of your uh client base, they're going to leave online reviews. So there is a circle. So, you know, if someone is looking for a a property and they're going to, say, social media or they're going to Google and they see very positive um, reviews about living at the community, they're more likely, you know, to come in for a visit, to come see what the property is about. So it really is a symbiotic relationship uh, between sort of leasing and marketing and, and customer service, whether it's for existing customers or prospects.
0: Absolutely. So the two of you are really working together alongside technology to just bring the whole organization into a sort of ebb and flow, it seems like. How often are the two of you in communication? And what does that really look like when the two of you sit down and discuss these things that are happening with Larkin Associates?
2: We probably talk every day, Um, (laughs) but I think that it's not even as formal as necessarily sitting down, Um, having those quick sort of calls or, you know, emails allows us to just talk about what issues we may be facing out in the field. And then, you know, that can help Melissa sort of streamline and take a look at what is happening on her end. You know, she mentioned there's a life cycle to this. There's a life cycle from the marketing efforts in the start from the start all the way through, you know, the life cycle of what a, a resident that lives with us to move out and leaving online reviews and everything like that. You know, Melissa's part of that. She sees those online reviews. She sees work orders that are coming in and feedback that we're getting in real time. Um, she's quickly able to pick up the phone and call me and say, you know, what's going on with this? And if it's something that's a common theme, we're able to address it much quicker. Um, and I think that's that's really, we don't have to cut through uh, as much red tape as other companies would have to do because we have that constant communication.
1: Mm -hmm. Melissa? You know, there are other things that um, come up. So we have a property right now that needs a property manager. You know, we are advertising that position. And, you know, I'm aware that there is this job opening. And I said to Jess, you know, why don't we just post it on social media platforms? And then I can sort of just boost the ad. And hopefully we can get some responses that way. So There's always this back and forth between us on how to make her life easier, my life easier, and the flow, uh, the workflow, uh, much better.
0: Amazing. So this is really a lot going on and a lot of positivity, a lot of balance between the two of you, obviously working together really well. So between the new technologies and your different teams, I'm assuming that it can't always be easy and simple to implement these technologies and ideas that you guys are talking about.
2: No, we've definitely had some flops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's the nature of anybody that's going to be exploring um, technology, especially if you're willing to be a beta tester, which not all companies are, but if we think that it's going to be worth it, then we will be a beta tester. Um, we've definitely had a couple flops. flops. Uh, Melissa has the best story of the, the best flop though that we've ever had.
0: Okay, let's <laughs> yeah. hear it.
1: So, um, when I started looking at, to, into chatbots, um, I was working with a vendor who said, you know, this is really, really great because we also provide the service in Spanish. So I thought that this was a great idea. And then after we purchased the, um, uh, <laughs> the chatbot came to realize really quickly that, uh, The Spanish uh, version of this would have to be sort of translated by me. So there was no automation in trying to do the translation of all the automatic responses that the chatbot already had in the system. So I would have to go in and individually translate every single line. And I quickly realized that we would not be adopting the Spanish version of this chatbot because I clearly do not speak Spanish.
0: So it's all English chatbots for now.
1: It's all English chatbots for now, but I'm assuming very quickly that that will be changing.
0: And so what does the process for implementation look like? I know, Jessica, you mentioned that you guys are willing to be beta testing. What does that look like for both of you?
2: Um, so I know that when we come up with you know, something that we think will be really beneficial to the company, we're able to discuss it between Melissa and myself and and really figure out which way it could help the operations. We're a family owned company. So we're able to get to the sort of top of our company really easily and and pitch what we think is going to be beneficial and what all the benefits we think are going to be. Um, So I think it's much easier than other companies that have to go through various departments and get approval and things like that, that we don't necessarily need to do. I mean, of course we get approval, but, it's easier to get that approval within our company. Um, and I think that we do our homework, you know, we figure out, is this really going to have a positive impact on operations or on marketing, whatever it may touch on, and then make that pitch and make that presentation to, you know, the CEO of our company and, and get his approval.
1: Well, I also think there's a bit of trust involved as well. You know, Jessica's been with the company for 15 years. I've been with the company for over 20 years. so we've rolled out quite a few different modules and they have, you know, I would probably say 95% of them have been successful. And so when we go to upper management and say, hey, I think there's a cost-saving benefit to this um, uh, module and I think it could be beneficial to us, you know, let's try and see. And, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But like I said, most of the time, it does. The the hard part always comes in with the adoption and training on-site personnel to use the software, you know, as um as needed.
0: Definitely. So more positives than than negatives.
2: I, I think it's important to note too though that with the misses we've had, because you know, we just discussed that that we've had misses. It's recognizing when it's going to be a miss, and it's admitting that it's going to be a miss, and, and right. being transparent about that. Trying to double down on it when you know it's not going to work is going to erode that trust that Melissa's speaking about. Uh, we don't want that. We, if we know it's not going to work, I'm the first one that'll stand there and say, "We thought this was going to be a home run. It's not. Uh, let's let's pull back. Let's get out of this. We'll, we'll, you know, move on to the next option that we have." Uh, but I think that transparency is key uh, to maintaining that level of trust.
1: Yeah. And it's always, and, you know, looking at technology, it's always a learning curve. So, you know, maybe the technology isn't where, where it needs to be at, you know, say like the chat bot that I was looking at, you know, four years ago, the, te- the technology wasn't there. It, it didn't provide the services that I really, really was looking for. So I just waited and sometimes it's just recognizing, okay, The technology is not there, but it's coming. So let me just keep an eye on it. Let me look at how things are progressing. And then, you know, when we are sure that it's going to work for us, then we adopt it.
0: And as you're adopting these technologies and marketing and asset management becomes a little bit more analytical and quantifiable, what does that mean for your guys' jobs at Larkin Associates and how does this impact your workflows?
1: Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Um, (laughs) I have been around so long that I was, you know, doing marketing when there were no CRMs, when no one was really sort of tracking leads or prospects. I can tell you um, last year that 60%, over 60% of our lead conversions came from our website less than 19% came from ILS sources and a little over 20% came from referral sites like our social media pages or Google. So for me to have those numbers, I know that I can say that, you know, maybe ILSs aren't where I need to be advertising. I need to maybe update our website more frequently or look to additional optimizations that could ensure you know, the customer side of the website functions in a better way. So for me, it completely has changed the way that I market and how I focus my advertising dollars.
2: I think on the operation side, the analytics are key to everything we do. Uh, Multifamily housing is a very fast changing industry all the time. And not just with the technology that we're talking about today, but rents, right? Uh, Renewals, lease terms, what products you want to offer your tenants, what amenities you want to offer them. Having those analytics available to us just allows us to get a pulse of everything in real time. I'm able to see what our occupancy numbers are, what our rents are. Do we need to raise them? Do we need to lower them? Um, you know, what property managers are struggling with their occupancy versus, you know, any kind of financial benchmarks. Everything is at my fingertips and I can pull those reports and those analytics whenever I want. And that just allows us to be able to react so much faster to the changing market.
0: Absolutely. It's incredible how in alignment the two of you are just through your roles, but also even just through your answers here today. It's fun to see. So working together and moving forward, anything that you're excited about coming up, utilizing these technologies in marketing or asset management and operations?
2: Um, on operations, we are in the process of getting ready to roll out a new software. Uh, it looks to be that we should be ready to go by October um, and you know, mid-October more likely, um, but it's going to streamline a lot of our operations that have not yet quite been able to be done electronically. Everything is now gonna be a digital process. Um, which just gives me more analytics to to take a look at and and make more decisions um but we're really excited about what we're what we're doing on the back end with that
1: and then for me I'm actually heading into 2024 with revamping our our website and going through uh, a new corporate rebrand we did a residential rebrand I would say about three to four years ago and I think when you really start reworking your website, it's, you know, fun time, basically, you start looking at uh, new technologies that are out there, how can you evolve your website to be um, even more optimized, more customer friendly. So for me, it's always sort of a fun time to really uh, look forward and seeing how we can make our website even more
0: successful than it is now. So Jessica, while you're going to be testing something coming up here soon, Melissa's going to be looking for more things to test also.
1: Yeah, that's a
2: key piece of what we do is just always looking forward and and seeing what we can implement and, and how to make jobs easier and, you know, make it as efficient as possible.
0: Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me here today to talk a little bit about technology, about yourselves, about where Larkin Associates is headed. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Jordana. We appreciate it. Of course. And before we head out today, for all of our listeners, Multi-Housing News wants to invite you to join the MHN Executive Council. Each month, leading multifamily experts weigh in on different informative and trending topics, and we would love to have your input too. To join, please send an email to jessica.fiur at cpe-mhn.com. Thank you so much for listening to this Top Marketers podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next month too.